0: Coming up this week, we have our good friend Derek Watson, uh, who's here to talk about podcasts. You can check out his podcast, it's the DW Podcast. And this week we talk about the lockdown, the madness of the Mullerville Beer Festival, what makes a good podcast, A View from the Terrace. Is it Terrace or Terraces, by the way? what is
1: Terrace. It? A View from the
0: Terrace. From the terrace. Our podcast the last form of entertainment. Amanda Knox, podcast production, The Young Team by Graham Armstrong, Pod versus Vod, Drunk Therapy, Alexa, Banger or Saint with Adam Curry and David Weiner, Louis Theroux, Joe Rogan, Tony Watt, Blind Boy and Lemmy. So let's go.
2: Welcome to episode 22 of the COVID Curers podcast, which may contain some bad language. This podcast is on Spotify, Apple, YouTube and Anchor. We are a wedding band from Scotland who are doing this podcast while on lockdown. Uh, My name is Martin, I play guitar in the band. I'm joined by our lead singer, David Swan. Hello again. We've got our bass player, Mark Caulfield. Hi there. And our drummer, Neil McDougall. Hello. And we've also got a special guest tonight, creator and host of the DW Podcast, described by The Daily Record as one of the hottest podcasts in Scotland. In its first year, this podcast has already had a multitude of high-profile guests from across Scotland and the rest of the world, including Sanjeev Khoi, Stuart Breitwaith and Amanda Knox. As well as a fellow podcaster, this week's guest is also a fellow musician who plays bass with one of the biggest bands from Lanarkshire, Motherwell Four Piece, The of Thieves. A massive welcome to Derek Watson. Welcome, Ooh. Derek. Welcome,
3: mate. Thanks very much for having us on, guys. Delighted to be here and I've uh, really enjoying your, your podcast today. So Thank I was dead chuffed when I got a wee message to come on. I Thank you, so much
2: for coming on. Uh, how's, the, how's life during lockdown for it's you? It's going
3: all right, Aye, it's going okay. Uh, do you know, I hate moaning, but it is a bit brutal, isn't it? You know, like all this sitting in the house and working from home and doing things like this over, over the internet. Like everything just seems to revolve around sitting in front of a, a computer screen these days rather mm-hmm. than, you know, mm-hmm. being out there and listening to live music or speaking to people face to face. But mm-hmm. listen, with this vaccine coming, you like to think that things are on the up and hopefully you boys will be back playing music soon as well.
2: That's the so, dream, uh, Aye. That's, uh, what, that's what we're all hoping for. Um, Give an
1: hour of your time, mate, and we'll knock that positivity right out you. <laughs> 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 ah, you're absolutely right, it needs to come back now. Apparently on the news there's another variant or strain, but let's hope it's not going to affect the, the vaccines and we'll get back. Can I ask Derek, DW, is it the drums?
3: Is that No, it's, name, ju- it's just name? my initials, it's just Derek Watson. Oh, it's fuck aye, uh, right enough. Uh, it's probably <laughs> the I least imaginative podcast name I could have possibly come up with. Uh, but once once I'd recorded one or two with that name, I thought, well, I need to stick with it now, do you know what I mean? Should probably have had a, a better ring to it for the start, but not just my initials, nothing exciting. Yeah, and uh, just because you're playing the banter thieves
1: and stuff like that, um you guys use the C's a lot in the, the local press and stuff like that. How's
3: things going with you boys? Quite quiet just now to be honest, I suppose like like most bands, I think we had great ideas uh recording a, a new EP at the start of next year and, and to be honest we've just not got into the studio together to do that. Uh we record, or, sorry, we house in a, a place called One Eyed Dog in, in Motherwell. So, yeah. do we, yeah. uh, so do we, yeah. And yeah. uh, as you'll know then, you know, it's, it's been shut for a bit of time mm-hmm. and then it's reopened again and then it's been shut again and just in line with the government guidelines. So I, uh, to be honest, we've been really, really quiet and and had had much coming up. We were meant to be going over to Holland in April this year and doing a few gigs over there and that was just when all this kind of kicked off. So since then it's been sitting about the house doing absolutely nothing and, <laughs> and thinking what will we do next year? but. I'd imagine you know many bands are in the, are in the same position as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Aye. Aye. Aye,
3: big shout out to John for the one-eyed
1: dog and the, the
2: the Beagles. John and the Beagles. Hello,
0: John.
3: And good, it's tough for the uh, band.
2: It's tough for the uh, bands and, and stuff, musicians, but it's also tough for, for guys like John as well. That you know, they're on the practice rooms and, and the studios and stuff, and it's a difficult time for them. You know, I think. As musicians, it's difficult directly, but indirectly, you know, all the other things that, like music shops, i seen a wee thing that strung out guitars in Glasgow, had some gear mm. nicked, mm. The other day or something. so, aye, so, I, I know, and it's tough yeah. enough with that kind of carry-on, you know, so, aye, no, no. tough for no, everybody, and it's bit. good to, I think they're back open now, uh, one-eyed dog. Back open at the moment, aye, I've seen that, too. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it, open. It's just such a tough time for them, as you say, and and for me, it's like these people like John, you know, they're the beating hearty, you know, the, the industry yeah. and our community, you know, without a practice 100%. space like that, there'd be even less bands than there already is at the moment, you know, it feels mm-hmm. to me that, I don't know, maybe this is unfair to say, but it seems to me that it's people like ourselves that have been playing music for years that are still doing it, and you don't see as many new musicians coming through or younger musicians.
2: Definitely. Well, my
1: boys' band, um, Twenty Twenty, they're, they're using it. Aye, they're in there. Did you do something with the boys for Twenty Twenty? Like, I'm, I thought I'd seen we were you. going to
3: do a gig this year with them, I believe, uh, aye, and then never really get round to it. Aye, but aye, well, all of like this
1: happening. Mike is keen. My boy plays bass in the band. Mentioned that when I mentioned you were coming on. Aye. Um, are you? Did you do the beer festival as well this year? Last we year we've done it last year. Yeah. We How did that go? Year. Maybe we've done that a couple of times. How did that go for you? It's
3: alright. It's a strange crowd. I think. Aye, is like, it might is. be all right for you guys, you know, because you you have got a great catalogue of tunes and, and you know what to play to the audience. And I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we we are up there playing mainly our own tunes. You know, we don't do many That's covers because we, we'll murder them to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and uh, see, people in there just want to listen to things that they know. You know, they I feel I feel anyway. They want to dance to tunes that they know, and when you're going up there and playing songs, they are like, who are these guys? You know, no, no, any any of the Beatles or Oasis or something like that. You know, it's. Aye, did you just not even fling one in for them It was all
1: originals. <laughs> it was all originals, aye. But uh, do you know what? That's what you guys are, so screw aye. them. And I bet exactly. you, your fans all loved it. I mean, I think Keen's been a couple of your gigs and he says it's great.
3: The gigs are brilliant and
1: bouncing, and you know, so. Aye. I think that's, that's one of the hard benefits. hard to do, though. just,
3: s- as you aye. say, though, it's hard to do. That's that kind one of, of, of the right. benefits, you know, is, is we've always had people coming along to see us, you know, and, and people that tend to do know our songs that are coming along, so it's. It's not like we're playing to a totally new audience each time, uh, but certainly it's something like that at the beer its I don't think people are necessarily going to want to hear the music, they're going to want to drink the beer and the music's a second thought. So. Aye, mm-hmm. I remember we've done one, we've done two haven't we? We've done two beer festivals,
1: is that right? Uh, uh, we've
2: quite the Civic hmm. a couple of times. We've, we've done so two so beer festivals. In I'm sure we've done two beer festivals right and I
1: think the first one we were on really early and the last one we were the very last band the second Mm -hmm. time we were the very last band and I can remember playing the first one going this was alright but it was a wee bit empty because we were quite at the start and then the year that we got we were like oh we're headlining And we're like this has got to be amazing We're going to have the whole of Lanarkshire in one place Steaming And it's just got to be like the biggest party ever But everybody leaves at half 10 <laughs> to, get, to get last on So we miss, we've, we need to be in the middle You need to be in the
3: middle Absolutely <laughs> I'm sure we went on early once and Because uh, we've played that a couple of times as well And you don't want to be that first one on Because folk are not are they drunk enough yet You know they're yeah. not ready for it Whereas, as Aye. you say, in the middle, people have heated up a bit and Aye. they're ready to dance. Aye, that's awesome.
2: They, they start drinking at that, I'm sure it's like half 12 in the day. Aye. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's quite tricky to time that nice Aye. way at the sweet spot of like, drunkenness because yeah. it's, it's an early start for people as well. Ah. But it's a great venue. Is I remember aye, they used
3: right? to do it round about the same time because it used to be October I think and it used to be around about the same time as the, the international games with the football and I'm sure they showed aye. they showed the Scotland games many years ago and then it would turn into an absolute riot be about eight o'clock I suppose too drunk <laughs> too drunk that's it uh, if the mother like that
1: starts off at midday you, you're only getting four or five hours out of that You're as well closing <laughs> no. it at five o'clock do you aye. know what I mean
3: get folk that. up to the bed <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> But it's a good gig good venue i like the big you know stage you know the the monitors and all that kind of stuff it's good felt mm-hmm. a wee bit intimidating the first time on it when you're used to be in corners of pubs and stuff like that and going out on a big civic stage was a bit oh everybody's miles away absolutely you know, even do the you band
3: know. you know i think they've done really well recently to, to be attracting you know bigger bands as well to mm-hmm. Aye. I, Aye. I don't know if that's maybe because people only buying music as much so bands are thinking we need to do more tour dates on our tour yeah we'll, we'll maybe go to the are the towns around the big cities rather than just mm-hmm. the big cities because they've had I mean they had the Proclaimers no long ago I they know. had the, D, the DMAs yeah uh, did they not who? have The, the vaccines,
1: vaccines played as well I was, what I was the going vaccines. to say Keane oh, went right. to that one um, And the, Was there, there was another yeah, the Nuts, one as well The Snupps The the other band Played, played yeah, as well And I mean they were I took the, a bunch of him And his mates down to that And it was Absolutely chocker. That's Aye. the busiest I've ever seen it um, So I it's getting, And the guys that work there I don't know if Fraser Still works there And who's the other boy That does the The kind of organisation They've really got Their act right together They guys Young guys That know what the people Are looking for mm. Which is great Instead they just you know a magician for the 1980s coming (laughs) up and doing a a wee act it's it's actually up and coming bands that they're
3: trying to promote which is great we had the pleasure of playing No, last year I think it was the year before with La Fontaine's in there as well at the Headline show amazing you know it's absolutely brilliant people were in early because I suppose because it was all local bands that were playing, but when the La Fontaines were on at the end, it was absolutely bouncing. You know, wall to wall, you couldn't get moving. And to see a band from Motherwell headline it to a, mm-hmm. a few thousand people was—I just thought it was really special for them. Aye. They're brilliant. I, I think it. their new album's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I love, I love Jamie's vocal on the new album. Some of his big we'll choruses get are Jamie amazing. On, actually, man. If, uh, aye, uh, aye, uh, aye. give a shout. I mean, was a a he was at Gigs in October. Went am sure it's. <laughs> aye, Gigs. <laughs>
0: He's he trying to help us about, pack the it? van. Aye, he does, aye. He comes <laughs> up randomly everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever there's a party, probably.
3: Aye, that sounds a bit right. <laughs> I know.
1: Drying them out a bit in the hot pan, and I'm ready to set to with my mechanical masher.
0: Now I'm aiming for quite a solid mash at this stage, but I still need a bit of milk, full fat. I've warmed in the microwave. I've been just full, full fat. I've warmed in the
1: microwave. I've been just full, fat. I've warmed in the microwave. The microwave.
2: Part of the reason we'd ask you to come on, Derek, is because your podcast um, is doing really well. I've been tuning in to some of the episodes, it's really yep. good, and we thought we would do a loose theme on, on this every week, so we thought it might be an opportunity just to talk about podcasts and stuff, because that seems to be the, the big thing there now. So we're going to ask you a couple of questions, and then maybe just uh, kind of spread it out and see where we go. So the thing I was going to ask was, what makes a good podcast, in your opinion, Derek?
3: An interesting one because I feel that with podcasts, you're either into them or you're no. Like, I feel sometimes when I tell people I do a podcast, they look at me, look at me as if I'm an alien. Aye. You know, it's like <laughs> people are so judgmental of them. I either you're, some, you're into podcasts or you're no. Maybe that's me being unfair, but it's it, it almost reminds me like when you started off playing in bands, right? And, and you used to try and get your mates to come to gigs and you're trying to sell tickets. Remember, you used to do these pay to play gigs or whatever aye, when you're younger. Aye. Aye. And, you know that you're selling tickets to folk that don't really want to be there, but they'll maybe just come for a night out, and I think sometimes a podcast like that, if you say mm-hmm. to somebody that's into podcasts like yourself, I've got this podcast, then they'll probably get a go, but yeah. well, there's some people that are just so against it. Aye. 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 It's <laughs> quite you, weird, that, isn't it? Aye. Aye. I don't know if, if that's maybe me being unfair, but that's just something no, I've,
1: I've picked up. No, definitely my experience of it as well. I've been listening to podcasts for a few years, quite religiously. Every time I'm in the car, that's what I'll put on, podcasts and stuff, and see when you you know you discover a new one and you're like that. I'm dead excited to tell <laughs> folk about this. And see when you tell somebody that it's, they're like that. What? A podcast? <laughs> you just exactly. listen to a guy talking shit. I'm like, you've, you've no idea how good some of these are, you know? But aye, aye, I totally get that, mate. Totally get that. And it's not even as if it's in, in its infancy. Do you know what I mean? It's not just something that's new that people don't really know much about, mm. which is mm. quite strange. But, but it's starting to come more mainstream now,
3: isn't it? Oh, honestly, I
0: listen to more podcasts than I listen to music. I would say Probably. so,
3: me too. Yes. I Aye. aye. The, uh, definitely. What, what I, makes a good one? I mean it's it's a hard question because everybody's so subjective isn't it? I suppose it depends what you're into but I, mm. I like to listen to podcasts mainly about things that I'm into I suppose like music or sports or football uh, or anything along those lines and I think what makes them good is when they're not too long and when they don't take themselves too seriously as well.
0: Aye. Mm. You know
3: I've listened to some podcasts and I just think that they're taking themselves too seriously and I think I can't listen to this. You want to go on and for me, anyway, I want to switch off. I want to just feel as if I'm in that zone and and feel as if I'm having the conversation with the people. You know, aye, like I'm getting aye. to know them. You're in,
0: you're in the room with them, yeah. You're exactly, it, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think what Blind Boy calls it is the podcast hug.
1: That's it. You can get like a podcast hug, you know. And there's definitely something about that, especially his, because he's got the jazz music playing in his Cork accent, like soft and a mic You're kind of getting a, a warm when he tells a story. It's, like it's in a, a kind of
0: ASMR. There's a bit of that about uh, it. It's like
1: sitting in a nice pub in Ireland with a wee coal fire and a pint, and he's just sitting whispering in your ear all these (laughs) mad (laughs) stories. And it's just (laughs) brilliant that. I love that. really love that. mm -hmm. Definitely. The podcast hug. We're more like a podcast headbutt. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jake, that comes down to the, the accent as well like you touched Aye. on Blind Boy there mm. and he's dead softly spoken and then yeah. you've got five for you know Scotland uh-huh. sitting there sounding aggressive as if we're going <laughs> to knock lumps out of
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my mate Donnie Paul McDonald that was on he just came on and because I do another one with him like a sports one it's a bit more it's not, it's not quite there yet I would probably say but it's also it's like we ex-professional football players and stuff, and people from around the world. And he doesn't speak with his accent; he just, just speaks really slowly. And t- and it's like he came on. <laughs> he came on this and was just ffcc, just like <laughs> totally let himself loose. he couldn't. Well, he listened to it back. He's like, "Fucking hell! I really just let the accent go there because he's been on the telly and that." And he's. He gets told all the time to slow down and speak really clearly because f- folk can't understand the, the Scottish accent for fuck some them. reason. Fuck, know, them. Fuck, them. So it, fuck them. I know, fuck them. It's can of keep up, fuck them. It's can
3: of keep up, fuck them. Paul's doing really well and, and it's a funny point that because I, I've done some podcasts with people from England or America and I sometimes try and slow myself down or, or talk a bit clearer and then see when I listen to it back it's almost like the opposite of Paul. I'm like, I sound like a fucking dick. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've
3: listened to a few years, mate. No, I think nah,
1: you sound I like clear. you're know you would slow it down a wee bit, obviously, when it's something yeah. that's maybe English. And I think we would all do that, man. Yeah. But you don't—you certainly don't come across as you're changing your accent or anything like that. I no, try not, but there's
3: a few words sometimes I've heard creep in there, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't like the sound of that. I don't like An the sound example of that? Of what is well, one? Gaze I one. can't even think. It's just that there's times where I listen to it back and. It's almost as if I'm just trying to be a bit too pronunciated, you know, yeah. to make sure that they understand, and the reality is probably no exactly what we are saying anyway, you know? Aye, 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 definitely, mate. They do, I think aye, when they've
2: got the, they'll have the headphones on and that, and it'll be coming through nice and clear and stuff, so it'll be, people will understand, <laughs> yeah. definitely. And
1: you, you, you have a bit of banter with some of your guests about them doing Scottish accents and stuff like that as well, didn't you? There was one I watched, who was the big guy? Oh, Bowling for Soup, dude
3: <laughs> That's it, aye, was Jarrett, you Bowling for Soup aye, yeah. aye, 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 him
1: And he was doing a Scottish accent And that was quite funny
3: So, that, I mean, it can be a topic as well to break the ice and stuff like yep. that with these guys That's it, I think you always kind of want to bring it back to your, your audience as well And, and keep it relevant mm-hmm. And as much as you're getting people on, for example, like Jarrett Who's from Texas, you know <laughs> what, what do these people know about Scotland And, and what's their opinion on it and, you know, Good and to it, find it, out, isn't it? Aye, because for me it breaks up I mean, you can get guests on and end up having the same conversation i have had a hundred times you know so I always try and make it a bit more conversational rather than just saying oh what's been happening you know with your latest Aye. album or something because they've probably told somebody that absolutely, before absolutely man uh,
2: that's Aye. when it does diff- uh, that's when I would say. It gets um, interesting when you hear somebody talking to somebody who you're expecting to say an answer that you've probably heard before about a subject that you've heard them discuss before. It's nice to hear a wee bit more into their everyday life almost, you know, if it's like just talking about some of the stuff you hear in podcasts. It is stuff you, you would probably not hear on like a, a documentary or... Um, or if they were doing a radio interview just or
0: Just a sound so bite radio interview.
2: Uh, nice, it's, uh, it's a wee glimpse into people's lives. Yeah. You know? Aye, aye, they, you know, just like this is this is what I do day to day. I think that's that's when it becomes interesting. I think as well if you are listening to the same person again and again, or as in the same presenter, the same uh, show, that kind of becomes like a like I find that much easier to get into as a series rather than like a Netflix type. TV show, which I can never get into any of them, whereas I think a podcast, you can kind of because you, you don't need to focus in as much Maybe, I don't know You, you can, can leave.
1: Edit. You could leave 4Merv and then go back again And you don't Aye. really need to watch say, 4 again Aye. You know, Aye, you can nice. do oh, all that with podcasts I'll leave podcasts like for maybe a year at a time And then I'll get back to them And I won't get back through the whole catalogue I'll just pick up where they are You couldn't do that with mm. a Netflix TV series You know, that's oh, the beauty of podcasts mm. But forget all your amazing guests and all that You've been on a fucking a view from the terrace, mate You've been Aye. on that That's Aye. amazing Aye. Aye. That's Aye. one of my favourite programmes isn't it? That they're actually BBC recently. are starting to do that Aye. Have you October heard their run.
3: podcast? Have you listened to the, the I've podcast? No. I've not yet mate I will check it out though Is their it good? Their podcast really good So that, that uh. actually started As a podcast Before they got the TV show uh, right. and, and it came off the back of that And the, the boys are great Because the, I just think that the coverage Is t- totally different for your Daily record Or your sons or you Thank know, the, the, God Aye, the usual Scottish football stuff that you're getting churned out where it's just all about headlines, you know, and for some people that might be a bit boring what they do because they're mad geeky Scottish football fans, like they'll talk about the lower leagues and they'll talk about (laughs) how many passes some Queen of the South players made in the past three (laughs) months or something, you know, but it's interesting and I I think it shines a light on things that people aren't talking about. and their passion for it is
1: so clearly like genuine you know their passion for all of that is so clearly genuine that it just rub you can't help it but rub off on you I think it's great, a lot of people take the cheap digs at stuff like that, when guy, young guys try to do something a bit different on the mainstream, and I think we've all been greeting for years at the the formats of your sports scenes and all that kind of stuff, to have a raw just guys off the street talking about it the way it is, is so brilliant for me that I think it's great, I I, I think it's cheap digs some people have at it, and you know, it's a, it's a bit um, lazy, you know, to, oh, a new thing, and we'll just dismiss it, but if you give it a bit of time,
3: I think it's really good. I'll totally check the like,
1: podcast out as well, mate. Ah, you should check them
3: out, out. <coughs> they're really good. And I, I think the thing we, I mean, you touched on it there it's, it's young guys or younger guys doing something new. And not to have a go at people that have been doing it for years and years, but I think sometimes that's the problem, you know, in the media, certainly in Scotland, uh, yeah. is that it's been the same people in these positions for years and years. Yeah. And, and it's not really been sh- shooken up or shaked up, you know, it's it's been mm-hmm. like it's the same old faces getting the same gigs, and All there's right. only so long that you can listen to that.
2: And they, say the same, they say the same stuff as well. Right. Uh, to a point like, it has, it's the same opinions that, for the same people about the same stuff and it is, 100% I things should be shitting up. But I think that's maybe a bit of a difference between how media, how difficult it would have been for people to make it in media back in the day to get into the BBC or STV or any of that or even the radio or whatever. Whereas now, in some ways it's maybe easier because you can basically just fire up a Mike and start talking shit <laughs> like I'm I I now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's like it, maybe hopefully that kind of opens up the avenues for people to just go and get involved themselves, you know what I mean? I like, probably, I
1: like, I like, I like the, that they put well, not so much for us, but not so much the guys because they're on mainstream media, but the removal of the handcuffs. Where you can actually just come on And say what you want to fucking say And I think people really relate to that Well that's what I do in my podcast I really relate to somebody just telling it how it is Instead of, that you know, they would maybe need to curb that For getting on an interview mm-hmm. with ITV or something like that I think it's really good it's yeah, like you, touched the, the,
3: you touched on the Blind Boy stuff there, uh, Swanee and, and that's exactly what he says, isn't it? You know, he's like I'm my own boss here I can say what I want and if people want to advertise this it's on my terms absolutely you know and, and that medium never used to exist so now to allow people to actually say what they want without you know being subject to a board or a boss it's in location podcast, Eric. I mean he's got Millions of f- listens
1: but, And I, I would imagine There'll be sponsors Chat at his door But he's actually Keeping it for himself You know And he's doing the Patreon stuff And he's like I don't want to put The handcuffs on Which yep. is great Because he, he actually Said that you know A few times in his podcast He's said I've been approached By X and Y And they'll say to him But you can't talk About Irish nationalism And stuff like And yep. he's like Well that's what I want to talk about You know <laughs> So he's like I just refuse to do it So I I, I like that Part of it as well <laughs>
4: Is podcasts the last remaining form of entertainment the world's gonna see?
3: So <laughs> I don't I don't know if I am allowed to say this, but you guys sent me the questions over in advance and I thought, what a question <laughs> that is by the way. Absolutely brilliant. Because I think there's a, a really interesting point in that. I think, you know, podcasts seem to be like growing and growing and growing, and no I can't see anything else coming out at the same rate or at the same speed. But I don't think it'll be the last thing. I think there's there's going to be something crazy chucked up, isn't there? When you know technology develops again, like I don't know. What do would you
1: think? Would you <sighs> think? someday VR, like, uh, like augmented reality, and you're living room standing just speaking to you. Blind boy just sitting, speaking to me in that
3: pub. That's it. But Maybe you'll even get like VR, like people coming back for the dead and you can do podcasts with him?
0: Oh, now you're telling me? So that's, that's that still podcasts, though? Was
3: Michael Jackson though, doing gigs for, like Beyond the Grave? Could Aye, like a, 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 hog a hog. Aye, on? maybe we could uh, get him on this podcast. I've <laughs> <now, please. laughs> a, a few lawyers. I've got a few questions for
1: him. <laughs> that's a good question, though, because uh, it seems to be that where do you go? But I suppose everybody stopped, probably said that, you know, when radio came out. You can't do anything else after
2: that, you know? So It's right. funny that radio and podcasts are very similar in a lot of ways. It's almost like that original idea has stood the test of time, just people having a conversation. It's, it's kinda, that's how it started and that's how it's evolving still. Like Even though there is all these changes technology and different stuff, it, it's still in a lot of ways getting back to just people, you know, speaking to people, communicating.
3: It, 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 that's a great point because I feel that, and, and this is maybe been unfair, because I think the younger generations have got so much to give, you know, and, and they probably know a lot more about technology and advances than than we do. But mm-hmm. I think with the younger generation, a lot of the time they don't. Just looking at my wee cousins, for example, and their friends or people that you see in the in the local area, and they don't seem to have that level of conversation as much. You know, everybody's stuck on their phones and they're texting or they're sending voice notes rather than actually sitting in the park and having a conversation with their pals. So I wonder, you know what is the next advance coming through that you know I, I can't see them having podcasts but they might have something else out there that
2: is totally different to that it is an interesting point you make derek about it. i never really thought about it until you mentioned it but it is so true there is like other forms aren't coming out as much as podcasts now you know there is there's nothing really that i can see that's rival on it in terms of output maybe apart from like just people putting up selfies or that sort of stuff, but um, in terms of like an organised thing that people tune into, it's like, it's definitely on up, I mean, if especially, you, you
3: know. I, if you look at, take Instagram for example, like, see if you went back 10 years ago or 15 years would we have any thought influencers <laughs> were going to be a thing? Do you know what I mean? Like people posting what makeup they're wearing today the and then everybody goes and buys it, it's madness. So to try and predict uh, what the, the next form of yeah. ending is going to be, it's, it's well over my head that's very true i was watching
1: jonathan ross this is gonna show my age really badly here right but i was sitting down the stairs and saturday night jonathan ross shows on in and they had right. an american rapper lassie that was on zoom Doing a talk, I don't know what her name is or anything like that. But they just, like, after he was talking to some of the guests, it was Mickey Flanagan and that, they would cut away to this Zoom and say, We're going to speak to whatever her name is, and we will. And see, the first time it cut away for her, I genuinely thought it was a, a Japanese cartoon. See the way she was up? And my wife's like, That's what the lasses look like. And I was like. I thought she was a cartoon. She actually looked like a cartoon, but it was a real person. Tell you, Sonny,
3: we're just out of touch. We're so Forget, getting old, so
1: man They don't look like that in the tavern, Derek. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's, what I'm That's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Can, see, I'm probably. I'm just going to digress every now and again, but see, Amanda Knox, how the fuck did you pull that one off?
3: I don't. It's a strange one, right? Because I, I was watching. I'm saying
1: Derek I... spankle you've got the most horrible palm I've ever seen in my life, mate. Look at that wrinkly palm. Look How wrinkly that is. That's horrible, isn't it, lads. Such a horrible fat <laughs> Pam. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry, mate, I cut you off there. It's alright. I
3: don't know I, what he's doing. I don't know how much you, you know about Amanda Knox's story, but... Uh, I've seen the Netflix thing and stuff, yeah. Well, that, that was it for me. I remember it at the time, you know, when it was all this Foxy Knoxy stuff, and there's been a murder in Italy, and, and there's an American student that's been arrested for it, etc. But I don't think I followed it too closely at the time. And then... Last year I watched the documentary on Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. and I watched it with Natalie, my fiance, and, and I said, we were having a heated debate and about whether she was guilty or not. And uh, I was saying, oh, she's definitely done that, she's 100% guilty, and Natalie's saying, no, no chance, no chance, she's been stitched up by the media, you know, they've portrayed her in this light. And the two years were, we were in total polar, polar opposites of the spectrum. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get her on the podcast, and I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to actually ask her and see what, see if she was get, see what I think. for speaking to her because I think you get a better idea when you actually speak to somebody personally." And was like, "Aye, ah, very good. You'll never get her on your podcast." So <laughs> and I'll, you I'll, did. I'll, the first thing I done is I just googled Amanda Knox, and it turns out that she has her own podcast. Right, okay, and, and she does a true true crime podcast. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Aye. So basically her and I believe it's her husband have set this kind of media type company up. So she's wrote a few books about her story and and what you'd usually do in these situations I suppose if you uh, get people telling you to sell your story. But she she gets people on and she tries to talk about people who've been wrongly convicted or uh, who've been screwed by the system. So I just went on her website and dropped her an email and says, listen. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I've watched your thing on Netflix and I'd just love to speak to you about your story. <laughs> and I thought, I'm never going to hear back from her. So about a month later, I get an email back saying, uh, thanks very much for your inquiry. Uh, I don't speak to British journalists, something along those lines. So I just says, really appreciate you coming back. One, I'm no British and two, I'm not a journalist. <laughs> 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 I, I, I says, I'm just a wee Scottish guy that's doing a podcast. You know, independent, you know, it's, it's not as if I'm trying to get any information out you here. I says I'm just we'll have a genuine chat and if there's anything you don't want to talk about, fair enough. And she says I appreciate your honesty. She said Send me some of your previous episodes and I'll check it out. So I sent her one with Mary Black, uh, and our local MP as well, Marion nice Fellows. Amazing. Yeah. And I sent her one with the band Father Son, Ross Leighton for Father yeah. Son. Yeah, yeah. nice. And uh, she came back and she says, oh, they seem like really, you know, level-headed chats, quite relaxed. And I says, "Like that's all I'm looking to do. And then she agreed to it and w- we'd done it over Zoom, similar to this. And I totally <laughs> changed my mind on it. I came away thinking that she, she didn't do it. Really?
2: What is the story? Cause I, sorry, I don't. I don't know. Maybe so she spent four years well. in
3: an Italian prison. merv um,
1: and they think that she was it. Was it her? Um, it was a pal, wasn't it?
3: Yeah,
1: a pal. Is it capture or something like Meredith
3: that? Meredith So That's she a- she had a she had a boyfriend that she'd been going out with for a few weeks. Uh, who was Italian? She she moved uh, from America to Italy to study out there. Uh, and while she was on a night out, she came back from a night out and found her flatmate uh, murdered in her flat. Really horrific crime scene, you know, blood everywhere. Looked it like, was rural Italy as well, wasn't it? It, it was, was like Perugia. Really rural. Aye, yeah, aye. aye, really rural. Lovely wee town and stuff. So apparently nothing like this ever happens in that town. So it was ended up being international news. Uh, they eventually pinned it on a black guy uh, who was living in the in the area who had a previous conviction, or a string of previous convictions, there was a bit of his DNA at the crime scene, but not a lot, and there wasn't really any Amanda Noxies, but the media painted it in a light that, you know, she was very kinky, and they were calling her Foxy Noxy, and it was sex games gone wrong, and they were saying that they they thought that the flatmate was involved in a potential threesome with her and her boyfriend, and blah, 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 and, and this went on for ages, and I think because she was young and pretty and American, and this thing doesn't really happen over there. It was an international story, you know. I think the, the media did see we could spin this in a really interesting light. I'll mm. be honest, though, and I, I'd, I'd say this to her if she was listening or, if, you know, if she had to ask me, but I think she knows more about it than she lets on. That's what I was going to say. The the only thing that I
1: took away, I never really came away from it going right. She's guilty or she's innocent. I came away from it going there's there's more to that than some of the clips right after when the body was found on the the documentary of yep. her, just isn't somebody that I would imagine. But you don't know how anybody would react in that. Circumstance Or how you would react In that circumstance But She didn't seem to like, Be portraying Anything that would be Normal for Somebody in that situation For I know it's no normal at all But You know A wee bit of shock Or a wee bit of It just seemed as if She was like There's more to this Than met the eye I must admit the, the evidence against the guy was very thin, but I did yep. still think, well, what was his DNA doing there in the first place? You know, if DNA is mm. a big mm. marker for it, if why is it there, he must have been there at some point. So, well, it. I, it's you know, so hard I mean, one you,
3: you, it. you hit the nail on the head. There was a, uh, after the, the documentary shows it very clear, you know, after she returns to the crime scene, you know, the police are in searching the flat and, and doing all the usual stuff where they're, they're checking for DNA, they're checking for evidence, and there's photos of her and her or videos of her and her boyfriend at the time just standing outside the flat, you know, like, kissing each other and that's snogging. Weird. And that it's is weird. it's weird. They're not showing any emotion at all. So I asked her on the podcast, I says, you know, like, that's not what people would perceive as normal behaviour, and she says, this is my first time away from home. What is she's norm- 20. She's 20. What, what is normal behaviour in that? You know, she's like, that's my sad. flatmate's been murdered. I don't know MD here. I, Part for this boyfriend of mine, you know, I'm in a foreign country. Yeah. And at that point, she wasn't being classed as a suspect, so yeah, I yeah a slightly complex case. And as it is, it is you mean, could it talk it about it all day, but I definitely recommend watching that Netflix documentary. That's I'm good. listening to the podcast as well. What's it called? What's
0: I'm sure it's
1: just Knox or something. Uh, it's like, like it a Knox somewhere? or something like that. Uh, uh, if you you're not it going online. to struggle to find it. Uh, uh, I don't know, know, there. it's right. the only one on Netflix. I think about. But, but she, it's good It's, it's know, interesting to hear That she's starting up well, you know True crime stuff And you know uh, that she, she does something on
3: I don't know if it's CNN Or one of these American Facebook channels Watch as well Facebook Watch
1: Or something like that as well There was something about She got a contract With Facebook Watch To do something along those lines It was one of the first ones When Rogan got his Spotify contract I heard a wee bit about that uh, I don't know enough About it to comment on it But i uh, It's and, interesting I'll, Because I'll,
3: she still She still really Divides opinion You know like There, there was a few people <laughs> My ma was raging When I said I was getting her on the podcast <laughs> my mum was furious right so my mum's like oh you get Emily coming up on your podcast and I usually say Aye, I've got this band for Glasgow or whatever and I say I've got Amanda Knox and she goes that murderer that murderer and that poor black boy's in jail cause it and I was like oh for fuck's sake if that's my mum saying that what's other people going to think but you know actually after it she says no listen you painted yourself in a good light and you didn't take any sides and blah 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 and she's like it was actually interesting but she was like my mum reads all these crap news articles and whatever else, so she was very much like, "Oh, just she's a typical
1: your mother then, isn't <laughs> aye, aye, aye.
3: She had her guilty for the start.
1: Aye, the mud sticks. Um, I've listened to the first wee bit of it, I'll need to listen to it all because I'm quite interested in it. it was a, so it's, it's a mental story, as yeah, you say. Crazy. We can talk about it all day. Definitely.
2: So the, did she she get charged? But it wasn't she never done it. Is that the well? Aye, aye. Right, it it's an unknown. It's an unknown. Is
1: that the boyfriend?
3: Get four. I think they eventually done seven years in total, or so. But it was yeah, initial four do. years, and then they kept appealing, and eventually the, they appealed three times, and and they got out. And then even when they were back home, or she was back home in America, the case was ongoing to try and get them back inside. And now it's been totally quashed, and they've been ch- all charges dropped. So, did she get a payout uh,
1: for it or anything like that? Do you know? Did
3: I don't, she get I don't comp, know comp I'm not sure I don't think so but I'm not that's the first thing I'd have
1: been asking her Derek did you get weighed <laughs> in
3: Amanda did you get weighed <laughs> in well that's it she's, she's had her book deal and whatever else you know and she's still regardless of whether what she's done or what she hasn't done she's still making money off the back of what happened you know like which is a
1: tragedy aye. at the end
3: of the day somebody lost their life didn't they aye aye aye, absolutely
1: Anko's question. Alright, oh, okay. It's probably what, a dead what, boarding can we question. Ask what, why did we get the fat palm interruption?
0: Oh Laura was coming in the, the door, that's the front oh, door at the see. flat, so I, I forgot you can turn the video off. <laughs> 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 it's the beer. Yeah. Uh, it's a dead boarding question. But what's your production process, so you can <laughs> tell me right from the start, <laughs> see so what do you do right from the start, how do you, how do you get your guests on, do, do you send them a form like us, or what? Uh, prepare a load of questions, do you do a lot of prep, and, and then what do you do post-record, or how do you record it, and then what do you do after that?
3: I'll be honest Mark, unlike you guys, I'm a bit of a cheat with this, because i uh, Aaron uh, Smith, that plays in the banter face with his guitarist, He done sound production uh, at uni in, in college, and, and he basically does most of it for me, so oh, right. uh, where, where possible, I like to record face-to-face, obviously, in current circumstances, that's not really been the case, or if you're dealing <laughs> with a guest from abroad, you can't do that, so mm-hmm. he basically mm-hmm. comes along and, and sets up the microphone, sets everything up, and takes it away and edits it afterwards, so... I very much lucky in that respect uh, yes. that, that we work together on it. And uh, I mean, for me, you know, I'm useless with stuff like that. So it's it's brilliant to have somebody that's, that's expert in that field.
1: We're completely opposite. We've got a guy in our band that went to uni and studied sound engineering, and
3: we do. Oh, aye, right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> nice fuck off (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a touchy subject that by the
2: way i don't want to start
3: any any internal wars here (laughs) oh listen they don't need any help starting that let me tell you so i i am i I, i'm unfair if i had to say that i'm I'm producing everything myself but no aaron's a great help and really really appreciate it so it's good nice one
0: nice we could have came on and lied and just went i spent
3: (laughs) days and days uh, t- to patient. be honest, I mean that I, I tend not to cut too much, Or Arden tends not to cut too much. You know, we'll you know, it'll deal with the levels and the and you know if there's any feedback or you know if there's any issues with connect- connectivity or whatever. But on the whole, we try to keep it as running smoothly as possible.
2: Aye, absolutely. As, you, as your conversation kind of basically just recorded as is, so absolutely straight aye, in, aye. and there's no not a lot of editing at all. Not at all,
3: the only language I can release a, an intro and an outro, if that you know, and any adverts if there was any, you know, but that's it.
1: That's podcasting, mate. But isn't it? that's what it's meant to be.
3: Aye, I mean,
1: I've like got a shite question, by the way. I've got <laughs> the, the ultimate shite question. It was me that chose this one, but this is like asking a band, "Which is your favourite album? <laughs> <laughs> which is your best guest, mate? Which
3: is your best <laughs> guest?" <laughs> do you know what? I'm now on what i up to now. I think we're on fifty-four or fifty-five episodes. Nice. That we've put out. Fifty-five, really, fucking yeah. It's really hard to choose. It really, really is because there's there's so many people that are great in their own ways, and and I think I come away for every podcast thinking that's definitely my best one. And then if you ever listen back to older ones, which I don't do a lot, but. If I watch wee clips or anything, I think, ah, oh God, that last one wasn't my best one. You know, you're forgetting because some are so far in the past now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of this year, it was obviously great to have Amanda Knox on because it got a lot of attention for the podcast. You know, it was in most of the papers here in Scotland, and off the back of that, I noticed my listening figures going up on other episodes as well. It was people that were maybe not listening to the podcast at first, then took an interest in it, and, and thankfully a lot of the people have stayed. Uh for me, getting to speak to musicians You know, that I really respect Is always really, really good as well So I had Stuart Braithwaite on for Mogwai See your wee poster behind you there Swanee With the Mogwai mention on it yes, as Yes, well.
1: that, that's actually um, art done by John McClendon, Martin's brother um, is for, it, the, eh? for the band The Memes I John done that years ago um, And I bought that up in Dundee That gig that we always talk about It was that gig that I bought the two bits of art of brilliant. He was selling his art up there, was not he? Um, I think no. it was that one, anyway. But aye, that's John McClendon's. Talking Heads, Uruguay, Teenage Fan Club, and it's uh, you can't really see it for there, but it's like all different wee bits of paper, like articles. Like right. So if you look up close, it's all different articles. And I must admit, sometimes I find myself reading some of them.
3: That's class. Just to see. what <laughs> <and a bit laughs> Aye,
1: it's done it. Done a great job in that one, haven't he?
3: So why you know it was. It was great to have Stuart from Uruguay on. Uh, Jarrett for Bone for Soup that you mentioned earlier was really good as well. Had Barry for the Fratellis... People like that you know, the bands that you listen to yourself, that, that you just enjoy—it's good to chat. Barrys to him. was good. Barrys yeah.
1: was good. I felt as if you got him really relaxed. Or maybe he's just that type of guy. But he just seemed to be just right. I'll just tell you everything and when he was and talking about Joe's Holland. I was like, oh, that just sounds like a wee guy for down the road. Isn't just a wee guy for down and the road. But he's just talking about you know he they were the, they were like the main act on Joe's at that point and stuff like that. And it's just like wow, absolutely, it's amazing. Just
3: it's really, it's really inspiring to hear these people's stories, and especially bands like that, you know, that are from the same area as us that have went on to. You know, please, massive festivals or play with their heroes. You know, absolutely, it, it almost gives inspiration to people like us or to, you know, the younger generations that are coming through. The thing that I hate about my podcast is if you're trying to get people to listen to it and they don't know who the guest is, then they probably won't. And right. I'm guilty of that as well. Like, for example, if you look at somebody's podcast, the first thing you'll do is you'll look through their guests and think, Oh, I know who they are, I'll listen to that one. Yep. Yeah, but for yeah. me, I, on my podcast, I think some of the best ones have been people that. Are local or don't have as high a profile so yeah. i done mm-hmm. i done one with graham armstrong which has been really popular actually graham's a, a scottish author from Airdrie, mm-hmm. uh, and he wrote okay. a book called the young team right. brought it out this year uh, it was his debut novel uh, it, it, you know it's it's brilliant if you're fair about here and, and you grew up in, in lanarkshire it's, it's basically set in lanarkshire so there's so many local references that it's, it's unreal and it's essentially his story but it's not about himself, it's reflective, it's, you know, the main character, main character's called Azzy Williams, but it's kind of through the eyes of him growing up, and how he got involved with gangs and violence and drug addiction, and it's quite reflective looking back and saying, you know, at the time I thought this was the be-all and end-all, and in hindsight I had a great time, but, you know, it was, it was quite bad for my mental health, it was quite bad for my progression as a person, uh, and, and it also has this underlying female, you know what, there's actually a bigger world out there that we should take advantage of, and Graham's story's fantastic, you know, Graham was involved with gangs and young teams or whatever in, in Lanarkshire and Airdrie, he got really, really bad drug addiction later in life and then he, he went back to Stirling Uni, studied a Masters and has brought out a book, you know, he's really, really turned his life around and to hear his story firsthand for me was, it was really, it had quite a knock on effect on me, I came away thinking, you know, what a great guy, that means quite a lot, it's inspiring. So for me, that's one of my favourite ones that I've done, and we still keep in touch. You know, text every few days and all that, and we've we've really had to off off the bucket. Of so that's brilliant. Uh, what was the guy's this, name? Sorry, uh, uh, Graham Armstrong. I need but to check a book
1: out, that's right. something I'd be writing
3: to, aye, I'll It's brilliant, it you know, he talks about going down the Strafi and when they used to have the, the cruises for the, the cars there, folk used to go down on a Sunday or whatever with their sipped up cars and he'll, he makes reference to like dance events like Fantasia and all that and listening oh, to the Happy Hardcore and... Fantasia! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because there's things there that I've never seen referenced in text before, you know, in a, in a published book. Yeah. Uh, and it's been put... Unless it's before, at the Welsh
1: or something right. like that. Aye, it, aye. you know...
3: And he is almost like, he writes it in Lanarkshire dialect as well. So, if you weren't, if you about here, I can imagine you'd pick it up almost similar to Urban Welsh and think, I can't really understand that at first. But once you start getting that flow And you're a few pages in You're like This is class It's absolutely brilliant Aye I'd be right into that
1: Aye, mm. I need to check that out If you took a note of that Spanks for me later on
0: Yes
1: Spanks is like Jamie And I'm like Joe Rogan So Spanks <laughs> just takes on my fingers. I've, ju- I've also just noticed as well Derek's got a lovely Christmas tree And a nice sweet in the background Neil's in his usual podcast thing Mare's flat's look nice and clean Spanko's got all the bar stuff And the palm trees And I've got the bag for life So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a happy fucking a bunch of coats you can't
0: touch it now for continuity mate stay. i
1: know that's it i just need to stay there <laughs> <laughs> I should,
2: at least you I, I don't use bags for life i need to start i'm, I'm <laughs> guilty of buying <laughs> fucking plastic bags every time i go
1: you can't be a vegan and buy plastic bags <laughs> mate. I know, that's fucking, fucking rang know. that's you know. just back to front <laughs> that's like being a vegan with his own jumbo jet <laughs> 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 no, I wish
0: would you rather dance the jungle's basketball, basketball? basketball? would you rather have tea for us to call Come your own down. this summer yeah. game or would you rather would <laughs> you rather <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense <laughs> Okay, would you rather watch a podcast or listen to a podcast? Can't watch a podcast, mate. Next question. Okay, I never wrote the question. <laughs> so you would
1: watch a vodcast, would you a know? A
0: vodcast. Well, aye, that's what it is. that's <laughs> no, so pedantic. Get it, these Get, get, a get,
1: get a lingo, Would you rather
3: watch a podcast I've never heard mate. that term, vodcast. Have you not? Know? I thought no. that's like doing a podcast, drinking vodka. Vodka, I know. Yeah, <laughs> 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 aye.
1: That's probably probably been done as well, I would imagine. I would rather watch one.
0: Wait, do you?
1: I mean, I mean, no, I don't know. i mean, listen, to the the listen
0: to them when I'm doing a task of some sort, like I'm driving or I'm cleaning or something like that. Like, I'll have a podcast on just to have some sort of entertainment while I'm doing some sort of boring task.
1: I driving. Driving's my podcast thing, so I couldn't really yeah. watch one when I'm driving or I would hit a few... Bowls
0: <laughs> oh, exactly. And walls,
1: so I <laughs> definitely think I'll go podcast. I listen. listen, I'll go
4: listen,
1: listen
4: to for podcasts. me. Aye. What about you, Derek?
3: I'd you go listen many? as well. I'd go, I I tend to listen when I'm driving somewhere, if I'm driving to work, or if I'm on the train, or something yeah. like that. And yeah, I, I've actually wondered this year if because there's less people commuting. If less people will be listening to podcasts Or if because they're at home More people will be listening to them You know Because I've got mm. a bit more time I'm not really sure But I definitely think it's a Different audience that watches To a different audience that listens Mm-hmm
1: Mm-hmm Aye Different
3: I people so. Aye mm-hmm. Aye But, think, but you uh, Neil Do you listen
1: to any? Aye uh, I, I
4: would definitely listen more than watch Because um, I can't remember the last time I sat and watched TV You know what I mean I didn't I have not really sit and watch TV at all it has to be either, it's usually in the background Netflix is usually on or YouTube or something there's always background but I'm listening to it more than I'm watching it yeah. you know what I mean
1: yeah definitely so, yeah. I've noticed as well when I'm working from home that we put on Classic FM Through the Sonos For the dogs During the day So they kind of Keep settled And I've noticed That even when I finish It's maybe about Eight o'clock Nine o'clock at night Before we start Telling that Classic FM Is just playing you just getting In a mode And mm-hmm. you know And it just Kind of stays there All the time But I listen to A few podcasts During the day I think it's a valid Point as well With the home working. Are more people Listening while They're in the office I find I don't get time Skype's going Microsoft Teams meetings are going, so I don't really get time to listen to them. So I wouldn't want to put a podcast on. I would rather just have, you know, mundane Christmas music playing through um, Classic FM and I know I'm not missing any what I want to get later kind of thing. But I wonder if there is more people took it
2: up that like, wouldn't they I know? I think um, if it's more? just sheer background noise, I think music's probably better for it because even though a podcast you can zone in and zone out, you kind of still need a wee bit of concentration to... Pick up what's getting said, whereas music, I think, yeah, it can just be sheer white noise, or it can be whatever you can get right in it, just the same. But I think, um, for me, walking about with a dog and that through uh, lockdown, to be honest, I never really, I wasn't even listening to podcasts until down. I, I used to listen to them maybe like a good few years back, like the Ricky Gervais and stuff like that. Um, and then I, I thought to me, I, I, I don't know whether just petered out me listening them, but. Definitely through through us starting this is what got me into it. It's that um, Adam Buxton one's the one I listen to um, constantly, and it's that that's the only one I'm. I've only do I get time for one a day, but I sometimes listen to another couple. But um, walking a dog, so that's maybe something that's been like I wouldn't have been I would have been commuting before, whereas cause I'm in, you know, I'm I'm doing that instead. So rather than just walking in silence, maybe using that as an opportunity. But definitely, it's good to do it doing a task and I think video takes, actually takes something away from it almost because yeah. I think you, you can home in more you know? and everything is so visual these days I think it's quite good to tune out of that and just tune into <coughs> the audio a wee bit mm-hmm. more um, I don't really watch any at all but I listen to what we want to do I, I agree I'll with switch. that I,
4: I, think, I think something that's more visual is uh, you end up being led more because all your senses are being sort of focused onto whatever has been shown and heard, but hmm. when you're just either reading a book or hearing a book, for mm-hmm. example, or a conversation, you got a lot more imagination you can use. So it
1: feeds your imagination. No, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hmm. good to be. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I don't know if it's just that I've listened to all my most favourite podcast episodes when I've been driving. I just associate driving with it so much I mean you know how you've got the automations on the iPhone now so when I get in the car that's what just starts you Mm. know and it's it's just a thing for me now So I wonder if it's just been my favourite podcast That I've been really into a episode wise Has been when I've been driving Because I do listen to my other points Like you say me of out walking the dog podcast still kind of thing In fact I don't really listen to music that much anymore The more I think about it You know So it's mostly podcast for me I would say
2: Definitely this year I've been listening to podcasts Way more than music Which is i usually That was Whenever I was doing these things It was always music know right it's been kind of replaced with podcasts because the thing is, there's that many to get through. Because I'm trying Aye. to get through that Adam Buxton one, I'm listening to another couple, I'm listening to La Fontaine's one now and again. And yeah, but I like Barry's one, I, I can and I'm starting to listen to some episodes of yours as well, Derek. But I, I kind of like the, the sort of independent new sort of Scottish ones more than I'm more drawn to that than what I would be to, to nice. go for like a big name. You know, uh, podcast. I think there is something good about hearing people um, from your somewhat yourself doing it rather than like some American. What?
3: I agree with you but I, I actually think you know that the majority of podcasts that I listen to are, are by Scottish people. You know, are, the one one that I'm a big fan of. I don't know if any of you've heard. Is it's called Drunk Therapy. And it's, it's almost similar uh, to you guys, it's it's three mates, four mates, uh, just talking crap over a few beers, you know, and, and sometimes they'll get guests on, sometimes they won't, but they're really, really good. One of the guys is a Kiwi uh, living in Glasgow, and the other ones are just, you know, three boys from Glasgow, and, and they're brilliant, they're really, really good, and it's just independent as well, and mm-hmm. I think it's good as well, because these people are giving platforms to people that might not necessarily get a platform. You know, be that up-and-coming bands or artists or people in the arts doing something a wee bit different.
1: I like I like the Irish ones. I listen to a lot of Irish ones, and that's no. Don't be stereotyping me, the typical Celtic supporter. But it's some about the Irish accent in a podcast when you're listening. It. I like the Colin, Colin, Geddes, one's brilliant. I think just to listen to as well because he's got that dead thick Belfast accent. So, I mean, my cousin from Arizona, who listens to this one, she actually said that a lot of people, they obviously there's bits of lot like, oh, what? But they actually, they'll, they'll listen to it because... <laughs> they, they, don't they, say they, oh, what? I love his accent, man. What? What?
0: What what? 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 what the fuck did that boy just <laughs> <you> say there? <laughs> God damn it. That's so probably I, the only bit they'll understand, is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we need to speak to uh, Siri and Alexa. Like, if they don't understand me, I'll just put on an American accent.
1: Aye, I do that, I know. Aye. Do you ever do when there's people about, though? Aye,
0: like I don't care. Do you? Aye. Do oh, you know what, know what? You know what happened to me
1: last night with my Alexa? How weird is this, right? Have you ever had messages through your Alexa? Have
2: you um, ever had a
1: message through your Alexa? What, from another person? Aye, so it's got a drop-in facility, so I can say to my Alexa now... Drop in and Matthew swore, my brother, and it'll literally just. It
3: doesn't even so dodgy that, huh? It's I, so that
1: it just dodgy like man. pops up, and I can hear him and he'll hear me. That's but real. you can also, yeah. sorry, Doug's have gone deaf, but you can also, I'll say, send Matthew an audio message. Eh, uh, Doug's are going <laughs> 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 Um And uh, your, your Alexa lights up orange and that says you've got a message. You say, play message and it'll play the message. So mine's a lot of pawns last night. And I'm like, Alexa, play message. And it was a message for the very start of lockdown. Like, well, the, the, the two days before lockdown or something. Like, somebody had sent me a message and I'd never got it. It was like March. Fucking hell. And yeah. that was him just sending me a message for March.
0: <laughs> How mental is that? Fucking hell.
1: Must have come. Never,
3: I've never bought into the whole Alexa thing. I've, I've been like, <laughs> well, dodgy, I've, I'm the one in the government listening to me as I'm walking about in my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> know.
1: That's it. Aye, no, it's
3: not the, the, no
1: the brightest. It's the same as the anti vaxxers are saying they're not no putting that mark into my body while they're stuffing a Rustler's burger, don't they? <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, exactly. So I've seen that um, Begbie scene on Facebook. I was pissing myself at like that, where, you know, when Begbie's talking about the heroin. Aye. Never get me putting that shit chemicals in my smoking a fag fucking drink of whiskey. I quite like that. It sums it up, doesn't it? It really sums it exactly. up. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> This is the longest out intro of a tune ever. Um you know how this works, Derek, don't you? We'll list some people and you'll tell us if they're a banger or a saint, and no matter what you say, that's the truth and that's the fact of the matter and yes. everybody in the whole wide world has to live by it. Uh, Adam Curry and Dave Winner, is it Winner or Winer?
0: Who is this? Is that there And
1: do you know who they are?
0: No.
3: Well this He's is the the g- g- this is a confession I had. I actually had to Google them when I when yeah, I when you sent this over. Surprised I thought, at that, mate. I actually was mortified once I seen who they were. <laughs> <laughs> so they're credited
1: with being the invention inventors of podcasts. They were like it's meant to be the first guys that had done the podcast. But it's a bit it was a bit Obnoxious of me putting that in there because I, I literally didn't know who the fuck they were either. <laughs> Is and that you to put that
0: in there? I, I, like, I, ah, I, right.
1: I, go- I googled who was the first podcast that they came up with them and I said, I'm going to stick in and I'll look really clever. In that. And then now I've came to the
3: point where I've got fuck all to say about these guys because I don't know who they are and it's going to look really shite. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking, oh my god, I'm a moron.
1: I do a podcast and I didn't know who the first ones to do it. All. You're in the lucky situation where there's definitely four more moronic guys round about you this evening, mate. So. Aye well apparently they were the two guys that started podcasts, so for me They'd they're the first same. One. That's all I know about them. That's well, all I know. Well, let's
2: toad them up and see if there's any interesting facts. There isn't I tried that I know that
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first one I ever listened to was the Ricky Gervais one probably in about uh, one. That was my first one. I still watch one. them, do you know that? I still the watching. cartoon version of it. I, I still was, go back and watch which is years it. before the cartoon as well. But oh, you talking about the actual podcast? The ones, very, I, I, was I, back aye, nah. 2003, four something like that. Uh, that was the very first one I can remember.
1: How did you hear about that? Because I never heard about that back then. How did podcast? you hear about that? I don't know. about that one in particular. Did somebody put you into that?
0: I don't know. I don't know, but See, I remember I loving it. I remember thinking this is amazing. Yeah,
2: I love the video ones. You, you definitely put me into that spanks mm. at the time. Good yeah, just one.
0: That's the very first one I remember, and then I think I left it for years. Didn't listen to anything until, you know, five or six years ago.
1: Louis Theroux as well. I listened to a lot of his stuff. that was podcasting. His podcast um, is great. Yeah, brilliant, uh, new, isn't he? He's just got uh, a new one with uh, BBC Sounds or something as yeah, well. Yeah, hasn't yeah, yeah that's the one I've been listening to this year. Um, he's actually only done two episodes of series two, um, but I've not listened to anything, But I've listened to the whole series one, and it's f- he's just so good at that ain't he oh, I gosh, wish I had so, that he's so direct aye but he does not so warm he does it dead comfy it. and
2: like look at me I'm the silly kind of a presenter
1: aye. guy but he's really gets to the heart of the, I
2: know, and I know. the matter I love that and there's people like I was watching that Scientology Scientology program we we've done that's the other night and that, there's a guy that's getting the the guy that's his pal on it I don't know his pal the guy that's the main person he's interviewing throughout it that used to be in Scientology and stuff um He's sitting with him every day. But the guy, and he's quite aggressive, the guy, all the time. And he's getting quite aggressive with Leo at what points, you know, because he's, he's saying he's asking the same question. You can see he's physically getting angry with him. But Leo just always does it, it. says stuff. I can't remember the thing he said, but it was something quite cheeky. Aye, but the way be. he said it was just totally like the guy that diffused the situation mm. completely. It, he, he has definitely got a skill for getting the best out of people aye. and probing and and just making it seem like as if it's seamless that's a skill aye. Man, that's a skill see, I, mean? I was watching
1: his thing did any of you the thing that he'd done recently where it was like him commentating of all his past like episodes I watched that aye combining it all into like one he was saying this is what i done and he was speaking to the guys maybe 20 years later you know the people that were in the podcast but the one that I found really interesting that I watched it back again was when he went to see the Nazis uh, and he was in the, the garage. They were all having a drink, in, like, and he, and it cuts to maybe about. They must have been there for a couple of hours, and everything's alright at the start and all that. But then they go, "But are you a And he's like, "I'd rather not answer that." And like, "Well, we'd rather you did answer it." It starts to get a bit, and you can see Louie That's the first time I've ever seen Louis going. Scare. I need to get the fuck out of here, man. You know, because he's like, and he, he says, "And we just left after that." you can see that it, he it gets himself into some you need to have balls is what I'm trying to say to do what he does because he's looking mm-hmm. these people straight in the fucking eye Aye. and he's saying I'm in your house and I'm asking Aye. you these fucking pro- questions about you you know being a racist and I'm challenging most of these things while I'm doing it but I'll respect you at the same time but he obviously, you know, he brought up the Jewish thing at the start, and you could see their mind by beer after beer. You could see their minds ticking over, going, "Is he?" And if I let him in, and then see when it happened, oh my god, he was. I've never seen his face like that before because he was in it with rednecks, skinheads, in a garage in the middle of nowhere with two fat camera guys for Britain. So they were getting it if it was, you know, aye. if it was going to go down, it would, they would have really got in a bad situation. But I takes massive balls, I would say to do
2: that. Definitely. Cause they've got guns in that those people, oh, and it's like, hundreds of them. and it, as you say, it's just him and a camera. Like, I don't imagine it's the way TV used to be with big production crews and. No, it's just that guy. On, a montage. No, uh, it's just a guy with a camera and him mm-hmm. just <laughs> getting right in there. You know what I mean? Oh. So I yeah, definitely fair for him no in all that
1: right. one that episode the, the mother that's got the two twins the t- actually they, 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 there's two wee twins two blonde twins I don't know if any's I've seen them and she's got them like dancing around swastikas and they, they sing in a band all the kind of a right wing events <laughs> but this, the good thing about it is is this programme went back so this one it had done this year went back and the, the two daughters have like completely disowned their racist mother they're in her 20s now right. and they completely turned their life around and mm-hmm. when they watch it back it's like, sickening to them and all that so it's good to actually see that side it, you know, when he, it's interesting to see him speaking to you know this family set up and then twenty years later actually going well how how is things now so it was quite good to watch. He's a saint, It is a saint.
0: Definitely. He's a hundred
3: percent a saint. Definitely, it's one of the well, biggest, biggest. F- that I would say the saint
0: wise. Brilliant. I don't know anyone that doesn't like life, Theroux or said a bad word about him ever, I don't think.
1: Mary Ann doesn't like watching him because. Uh, it's very heavy. It's more It's right. to do with she did, She kind of watched The
0: Office. See the cringe
1: factor stuff.
0: I, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? See, see yeah. You see when he asks
1: that question
0: and you you're like. Say, oh, <laughs> fuck it's man. awkward as fuck, guys. It's so <laughs> oh, awkward.
1: Oh, you didn't, Louis. <laughs> I mean, I like that. She hates that. So I think it's either your bag or it's not your bag, I suppose. But anything else? <laughs> 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 Moving on from my shitey banger I've sent, cos nobody can really comment on it, cos nobody knows who the fuck um, I bet you Neil does,
4: I bet you Neil <laughs> No, not really actually, no, I know more about him now than uh, what you've said, so I'll just go sent. Neil, what's that next
0: <laughs> like to you? Is that one of the Dyson fans? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Kind of you kind of hate
1: you can hide
0: money, kind can you? of you? hide fucking <laughs> dosh, <dollars, laughs> are <you>? Jesus Christ. <laughs> nah, that's You're not getting still. long as well, boy. Right?
1: Aye. What is that? Uh, getting long, isn't it? The Mutai, the moutai ponytail.
4: Uh, actually, my, my daughter put me off, and I was shaving my head the other day, and I took a chunk at the back of my head, so my wife had to shave it even up further. So it's it's more like Japanese top knot now than it was uh, Viking warrior. Unfortunately, I like it. Mate. I like it. <laughs> uh, next one. Then I'll just go to the next
1: one while the boys right Aye. so. Um, standard two coming up. Who chose this one? Joe Rogan. I'm gonna go saint. He's a banger, but I'm gonna go saint because he's <laughs> he's a banger in some of his views. Some of his views are completely fucking ridiculous and guns and all that kind of stuff. Um, he's got definitely got like a misogynistic streak to him, I would say a wee bit as well. Mm. Uh, but he's a saint in the podcast and whatever. Do you think his
0: his his views change depending on my guests? Are on yes, hundred
1: percent. I, I think
0: I, so. I Fickle that way. I, or, I think
1: everybody's a wee bit like that, but you're not. If you hmm. brought somebody on that was, you know, this way inclined, you wouldn't go completely the other way, would you? But I know what he's mean with that. He contradicts himself sometimes, but see when you've done 1,755 episodes Someone on podcast, episodes, then aye. you're going to trip yourself up every now and again,
0: aren't you? Do you know what I mean? He's definitely uh, a king of communication, man. He, he runs the great. podcast. But I know that they're probably, some of them are long as fuck. Like, but, I love uh, them. But, aye, but you're still. Intrigued by it, and he really knows how to ask folk questions and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but I, some of his views are fucking stinking. Some of the folk he gets on, I disagree with as <sighs> well. Will. But I think that's his thing, innit? That's he like, does that. He does you know, that. Nice. Nice. Listen, he's fucking
1: cunts. He, he, he actually says that. What, what is the point to me, you know, if, if I've got this audience, what is the point of me sitting with people I just agree with? Absolutely true, is, yeah. Absolutely true, I would say. What do you think of him, Derek? <laughs>
3: i mean, in two minds, like as you say, is podcast world. You've got to say saying, you know, he's get the biggest one in the world. He's get that Spotify exclusive, you know, it's I mean, 30, thirty million or something. hundred I mean, 100, 100 100 million. million dollars, <laughs> crazy, 000, man. But then yeah, no. I, I think his views are madness. You know, he's he's a total transphobe. You know, he's. Die. Die. I, I heard them talking about, you know, one of these women athletes who was previously a man, and he just kept going on about, she's just a fucking man, why is she, like, trying to compete with I women, and, and then there was another one where he, he had that guy, I forget the boy's name, he's, like, the leader of the Proud Boys out in America, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're
1: talking about uh, yeah he
3: had him on as well, and he, he just gave him, in my opinion, you know, he just gave him this space to vent about Muslims, and I thought, Aye. what are you doing, like, he wasn't really holding up my account, and... But it's a bit it,
1: soft, isn't it, sometimes, aye.
3: like, leaving that.
1: Yeah, definitely. But on
3: the other hand, you know, he's had people like Bernie Sanders on and he's come out and said, I'd vote for Bernie Sanders, you know, if that was the option. And you're thinking, well, you're changing like the wind. Aye, aye I know. No, he really um, does, aye.
1: He comes across sometimes as, I'm this redneck hunter, meat-eater, gatherer, yep. who's, uh, you know, like you say, a bit homophobic, a bit transphobic. I wouldn't say homophobic, but, like you say, he's got that element of a man's a man, a woman's a woman and all that kind of stuff, you know? But I, he's a hard one to peg because sometimes I, I, I listen to him and I go, I really respect that guy, he seems really, really? intelligent and some of the stuff, he's got loads of world experience, there's no doubt about that, but I like you say, some of his views make my Western Scotland socialist toes curl. He's
0: fucking mad um, brain brain drugs brain food <laughs> ah, shit yeah. that he sells he <laughs> uh, does
1: micro dosing and stuff what well, but it? he
0: sells like he's, he's got a company that sells like um, <laughs> legal brain brain food <laughs> eagle brains <laughs> legal brain food brain so Joe it's stuff ego it's pills that you take that's supplements for your apparently for your focus testosterone t-
3: gets your testosterone going and he's stuff he's definitely oh, a bit fried eh Aye Aye. I I listened to his podcast With Tony Hawk And I thought That's be classy We're talking about skateboarding And his computer game And whatever else And he just spent about an hour trying to ask Tony Hawk why he doesn't take supplements I know you know and, and Tony Hawk's saying I'm 50 man Like I've never I'm a done skateboarder it. and he's like Oh, honestly it'd be better for your movement and he's like fucking he shut says up, like, he says it to
1: everybody he says it to musicians he goes just you think if you sharpen up your senses with these supplements you could play that solo because so he owns a company that
0: fucking <laughs> sells them fuck you on
1: <laughs> you, yeah, know you know what I mean mm. aye he's pumped full of stuff but that guy I mean mm. do you know what he actually said and one of you think you know how he kills elk? He kills elk right aye, and freezes them in these big aye, freezers, aye. but he eats their liver and their heart raw. Oh, fucking <laughs>
0: air, man. The he
1: eats their liver. He probably says, does actually he says <laughs> like, the protein <laughs> that iron count is like through the roof and all that, so he eats them. See, so eats so some. you
2: definitely get tribes and stuff that drink well, blood That's well, That's where you want to eat, eat. That's, uh, that's to from from meat and stuff. In that oh. respect, I think, what a banger.
3: But you know, when when we're sitting here doing podcasts, and that's the top of the tree. You can't either be slating them too much, can you? No, no, no. He's got to be doing something. I had Dave <laughs> Chappelle
0: on recently, but it was only like a little half, maybe 40 minutes because he's been trying to get him on for years. And man, that guy is like, can talk so well, man. Like, I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. No, I don't agree with all his views either, but the, see, just listening to Dave Chappelle talk, man, you're just like, this guy's a fucking genius. Absolute genius. See, no, I'm uh, Is he not
2: a mad Republican, that guy? Dude, James
0: Definitely not. No.
3: He's no. the one that done the, the speech about the Black Lives Matters recently, wasn't he? It? it was like the first Aye. comedy gig oh, after Aye. London. it was
2: only think, like a 20 minute. I thinking there's somebody yeah. yeah. else. Well, I know who you mean. I think, think It wasn't
1: very funny, though. It wasn't funny. a big Republican, isn't he? Kanye West. He had Aye. him on as well, didn't he? He had him on. He was actually alright. He's fried and all, but he's totally. He's melting. He's got his own shirt. he
0: following Church of Kanye probably to worship him
1: fucking banger absolute
3: banger when it last it last a minute in Bell's Hill that like, <laughs> get him on your next stream for the select games <laughs> 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 bla- I'm out of here man
1: you guys are crazy about he's not even feeling like Alabama man you know. he's <laughs> feeling New York up somehow it's the only accent I can fucking date
2: <laughs> so Joe Rogan Merv I don't know much about Joe Rogan. I know you're the only person uh, the world, mate. I know. I know. I know you. talk about him a lot. I did watch one episode, and I, I, funnily enough, watched it because I usually I was saying I usually listen to him, but it was by Richard Dawkins. who's like a uh, famous British biologist and a. Very um, strict atheist. He's very like yeah. outspoken about atheist. being an atheist and that. And um, that's the only one I watched. I is that the
0: Celestial Teapot guy? I'm know, not sure. I think it might be. I. Your brother was telling me it
2: about. Could him. Be. I feel as if Joe Rogan. No, no, much about him. I feel as if he was in the back foot. a wee very of the science, which is to be expected, because he's. Obviously, the other guy's a scientist and that, but I don't have strong views. Honestly, I thought that was all right. I probably would watch and listen to more of his stuff, but again, I just try to find time because I've got other podcasts I'm listening to. Um, nice. so I probably will, um, get into it, but I think I'll just go banger because he's American, just based on <laughs> that. Well, <American laughs> Joe,
3: Joe Rogan is the one, like it, it touches back in that thing that I said earlier, like I hate with my own podcast, is when you think that people will. Listen to the ones that they've heard of. You know they'll look at guests and say, "Right, I'll listen to that." And I do that with Joe Rogan, see, because oh, you there's, have so to, many. Man,
0: cause there's so many. Because there's so many. Aye, aye. Definitely. You could
3: start
1: listening to one, out, and you wouldn't finish them by the time you died. You know, if you listen <laughs> to them like <laughs> constantly, <laughs> to the exactly. End. Yeah. Uh, it's too is, much Is it two a week he does Or
0: something like
1: that it, it, I think it's more than that Sometimes Especially yeah, in lockdown, yeah. He's like pumping out Three three hour podcasts My Is he production
0: team man now it's Aye of course so. he is But Ooh. I
1: mean All a guy does Is trains And then does podcasts And then trains Does podcasts Do yeah. you know what I mean So it's all he ever does Drinks blood Drinks blood <laughs> in his hearts. His, his program was good back in the day. Fear Factor. I used to watch that. Did you ever watch that? I've no. heard that. I didn't know it was him. Fear Factor was brilliant. Aye, he he was the first presenter on Fear Factor. Just getting people to do mental shit. It's basically like I'm a celebrity, amped up by a hundred. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's uh, crazy Get people to do crazy stuff for money and things like that. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed that back in the nineties when Joe had. Hair.
0: He's the M He's the M M A guy as well, isn't he? He does. He's, he's the MMA, a yeah. commentator. UFC.
1: I got to yeah. cut him up at the boxing for the first time in my life the other night. I don't know if it's called a booting, a cut him when it's boxing, but I bet um, Joshua <laughs> around 70-12, 60 quid a one, it's no better than that. No.
0: YouTuber guy that's taking on, what's his name? We'll probably talk about this when we do a boxing podcast, but there's, um, them do know what I'm talking about. No, no. Uh, yeah, i, oh, I did
3: say you, the guy. The guy, he was in
1: the ring. I, he was. He actually went and fought a guy. No,
0: professional he's going to uh, hang on two seconds. Uh, that's happened. I think. It's not happening. No, shouldn't. no.
3: There's one coming up. I'm sure it's like. Uh, I wish I knew his name. I come up in two seconds. Floyd
0: Mayweather. Uh, aye, so Logan Paul, the YouTube Logan guy, Logan Paul, that's it. He's going to fight Floyd Mayweather. He's going to get his fucking head <laughs> kicked him. in, man.
1: Aye, 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 he's he's coming out of there in my coffin, mate. Aye, oh, definitely, aye. But Bad I mean, I think move.
0: that I think he trains a lot, and the guy he's fucking ripped. his massive, out the don't give a the fuck.
1: YouTube boy. But I fucking hell, man. Maybe that will knock his head off. Sadly,
3: he's always talking to Tony Walt on Twitter. That Logan Paul. Is he uh, Tony uh, yeah, Watt,
1: the ex-Celtic Celtic
3: player? player? The mother, The mother. sorry, mate. Sorry, uh, mate. Aye. The ex-Celtic player. Give a, play a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Try to revive his career, you're talking.
1: He's, he's not. He's not, not going to <laughs> bag another Barca goal. No. Tony who?
3: Tony Watt? He's always tweeting that Logan Paul, and they go back and forth. I'm sure. So we could get him in the ring with Mayweather and in, in his corner, Tony Watt. <laughs> I have I a
1: story about Tony Watt. I can't tell you, but he's a wanker. Do you know that? He's
0: a wanker landlord. Do you know that? Is he? <laughs> Aye. <Landlord. laughs> but I can of tell you the story. Cause <laughs> I'll get leather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three. Uh, what did Is you say? Neil. Neil Nail, um, Nail. For me, Joe Rogan, tough one, man. I always do this every week and sit in the fence. For his uh, con- contribution to the podcast world, he's a, uh, you know, a saint. But he's a bit of a banger. So I'll just say saint because we're talking about podcasts
4: Neil did you comment on Uh, he's a total banger he's a megalomaniac (laughs) a megalomaniac a megalomaniac megalomaniac and he's a lion so I mean like it's it's funny you said what you said before about uh, how you can just be open and honest and say what you want be your own boss I think he's deliberately being whatever he wants to be but not actually being anything if you know what (laughs) I mean aye he's he's being deliberately provocative and I think that's just the same as anything, really. He's, and I think he's, that kinda of fails the true podcast. Uh for me
1: anyway. Hmm. Uh, he's I think he's protecting his ten hundred billion dollar uh, yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: he's, he's good business, but so was Hitler, you know what I mean? So it's just it's <laughs> he was a megalomaniac.
1: Always back to the Hitler. You know what <laughs> I mean? Always back to the Hitler.
4: It's just someone but someone that's a gift of the gab. He had gifted the gab and yeah, he yeah. took over countries, nearly the world. And uh, this guy's trying to do the exact same thing.
1: He lived to uh, like 170, I know, this Joe Rogan, wouldn't he? just Well, yeah. maybe no, with all the fucking mad steroids and that. Right, he's a heart attack, so. man, now. But he looks great for his age, didn't he? Wait, he? he? He's well in his 50s, I would I'll say. He must it. be mid 55, 50. So we did this all the time, and then they're 23. You <laughs> know what I mean? I can't but believe
0: I, that you thought Mariah Carey was nearly 70. I thought Mariah Carey was in her <laughs> 60s. <laughs> I tell mate. Laura like that, she's like, what the fuck is he smoking? <laughs> what age is she? She must be in her 50s.
1: She's only 50, mate. 50 aye would you bang on 50s or
0: something like no, what age is Joe Rogan then where are you going 53 you've just googled that I <laughs> oh, <that's a> fucking have <laughs> <reason if> you done a time he is 53 is he he looks great at for 53 he <laughs> ah, yeah, looks yeah, great yeah. for 53 man he does I it hope
1: I will have one 53 next year um, <laughs> right like Melissa Kelly said last week if anybody calls the x man a banger we're all fucking fighting man we're all fighting in the street um, Blind Boy, the Blind Boy Boatman, my hero I'm going sent straight away so I'll pass it over to you guys, whoever wants to jump in feel brave enough to call Blind Boy a banger if you want, you'll have um, Tom Barry's flying column at your door <laughs>
3: Saint, <laughs> absolute saint. If it wasn't yeah, for Blind yeah, yeah. Boy, I don't think I'd have started the podcast. To be honest,
1: aye, absolutely. Uh, it,
3: it's actually one of the first podcasts I ever get into. I still listen to it today. I was listening to his one the day with hosier yeah, uh, Irish musician, and I, I just think he's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah, brilliant. Don't get me wrong. There's been a time where I've floated in and out of his podcasts. Mm-hmm. I uh, need do have it most,
1: don't you? Aye, mm-hmm. but
3: I always go back to them. I went and seen him uh, just before this lockdown kicked in in Glasgow. So did I. B- so did I. So did I. Did I. And it was, there, was amazing.
1: I was there myself today Derek Because nobody else would fucking go with me Because nobody likes him I wish I'd give you a aye, shoot Maybe we could have went out for a few beers aye. Sitting in there myself, Like some saddle I, I think that was probably <laughs> the last night at, Last proper did you, night at, eh? Did you think It was for me as well Because it was right at the start It, aye, aye, no, it yeah. was in I'm sure I think it was the last thing That was happening aye. in there Before they closed it mm-hmm. um, Do you know what I thought about that night That I didn't realise Lemmy was so dark and Well I know he's dark But he's dead deep, is yep. Let's see, the, he thought he was gay when he was younger and all that. I thought that was quite heavy and stuff like that. They went into about the suicidal thoughts and I was like, fucking hell, this is really an insight into his mind here. I thought it was going to be more comedy and mm-hmm. stuff. It was funny, but it was quite dark, I felt, at some points. Don't I, you if you I, felt I, that? I totally
3: agree and I, I thought that Blind Boy was probably the right person to be in front of him speaking about Absolutely, that because man, he can bring right. it back to that mental health aspect. And Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: And and he's got a, I mean that's his big thing in it, blind boy, about the mental health because he suffered with really badly and got himself out of it with exercise and getting himself a wee bit back on track, eating wise and becoming a bit more healthy and stuff. I just love the mystique see the carrier bag shit and all that. I mean there must that's be genius. A, that's genius. That's genius. Have you seen the, the documentary? I could talk about my by the way. But <laughs> have you seen the documentary where it shows you how he does his plastic bags? No, it's fucking nuts. So he's get it he gets sent them all full of, he's local shops in Cork or wherever he's from I think it's Cork Limerick Limerick. Limerick, sorry Limerick Limerick, um, and he gets sent boxes and boxes of these um, carrier bags and he's got a mannequin's head and he puts a carrier by, and the mm. mannequin's head is made for him, so it's moulded in his shape. And he heats it with like a, a hairdryer or a blowtorch... until it all kind of a melts the head... And then he takes it off and then he puts it on. I was like, that's fucking nuts. But I love it's even. Obviously, I knew about um, the Rubber Bandits and all that, the horse outside, before I even heard about the podcast. And I knew they were a bit of a gimmicky band and stuff like that. But I still quite like some of their tunes, to be honest. Uh, and then when you're, you're watching it, I'm going. I, he first started to explain about the, the polybag he's like well if I started to make it bigger, I still wanted man and anonymity and I would still have that you know but it gets me thinking there must be people in Limerick who know who the fuck he is because right. he talks about, it's a wee place and he talks about his mall working in House of Fraser's and all that so the, there must be people who have narrowed it down and know exactly who he is mm-hmm. but I he's my hero man my hero, love him, great guy he's one of the guys you could sit and have a, a jar with aren't he? Definitely definitely,
0: definitely. Um, I'll just say Saints straight away aye, Hero, the fucking best podcast ever for me nah. aye, it's amazing it's like therapy listening to it um, I think he means it a lot Spanx, yeah he? he does aye, he talks about mental health a lot and he talks about just fucking really sick. he's just sound as fuck where does day. he get the
1: hot takes from but where does he get the Aye, hot takes from he talks about, I mean that monkey that one I spoke about the monkey that get dropped off for the American naval ship and then it ended up an alcoholic in Limerick and there's like a statue and I'm like that can't be you, true and it fucking what is true you
0: said to me you, th- you think he's sitting there with Wikipedia open, but he, I, I, no, I, I think, think he's
1: what I, what very I very well
0: researched it, it will
1: be mate It will extremely be extremely well researched see when I first started listening to it, it because it had the music behind it I actually thought he would stop it and go and do stuff and then come back because he would just put the music over at the end so I felt there was times he was I, f- I could hear some cuts at points and it might just be him editing it but I thought he would get to the points where he'd go right I need to go and look into this for an hour or two and then he would stop the podcast go and look into it and then get his wee spiel together and then play and record and do it that way but i'm probably totally wrong well what did he, did he
0: seem like that live or did he because he no, seems really informed man i was totally informed. down the line man Aye. he knew
1: exactly what he was doing at every point so i'm probably totally wrong, like, like i'm saying but um i like some of this the social activist stuff that he does you know the housing program that he done
3: yeah the yeah. housing
1: thing was amazing the way he portrayed that and I, I, I think
3: because his background and because he's came from you know a band like the rubber bandits that appealed to so many you know Primarily working class boys across Ireland. That yep. when, when he then talks about social issues and political issues, I actually think he's got more clout than a politician going out and trying to say that to somebody. Or Bono. Uh, a. A. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think the way that he draws <laughs> attention to issues that he thinks are important, and a lot of the time I think are as well, is a real testament to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. definitely, mate. Totally agree.
0: Neil, mm-hmm. do you know
1: who he is? Aye,
0: aye. Oh, I would say Saint Saint for Blind Boy. Yeah, you listen to this podcast,
4: mate? I've only listened to a few. I've only since you spoke about oh, so it. So um, good, man! Actually.
0: Brilliant, absolutely so, brilliant. Love it, Merv?
2: Um, aye, I would say Saint. I don't know words again about Blind <laughs> Boy I know You just talk about um I've not even. I don't think I've listened man, to one of these episodes. you fucking are.
0: love it, honestly. It's right up your street. I
1: had. No point in saying that kind of
2: podcast,
3: i am not listening. to it. It's that another
2: that. one of the ones that I will listen to. The ones I'm listening to now... It has, there's only so many you can listen to at a time, I find. But I, heard them on, uh, I had them one that Adam Buxton one, the one that I'm listening to more than now. Um, and he is, he's good. Very much for that sort of stream of consciousness, just saying stuff. And I think he's obviously a smart guy. storyteller, aren't you? Well read, but some of the stuff I think he maybe need to take with a pinch of salt. That's smoke, why he calls
0: it a hot take because it could be bullshit. Aye, so, so it's just a aye. Aye. Aye.
2: so that's part of that. Then, I, um, I mean the mental health thing as well, you mentioned it in that episode that I listened to, and uh, he's definitely an interesting guy. I mean... Plastic bag in your head, that's a bit dangerous. I always thought <laughs> he's got holes, that's, that's he's really holes. You're, yeah. always, you're always told don't like, put a plastic bag in your head. <laughs> dangerous
3: application, you, know? uh, you could maybe get a um, girl, Mel. Since you don't use their bags for
2: life, I think you did actually mention in that that uh, part of doing that uh, thing <coughs> with the plastic band in a small way is like reusing them in a good way, kind of thing. Maybe there is some in that. Maybe I should actually kill two birds with <laughs> one stone, Derek. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> cover, my, cover my face up and then also <laughs> save the environment <laughs> at, the, at the same time. Never mind two birds, mate. You're killing all
1: the birds with your are
2: at <laughs> <laughs> uh, True, yeah. Um, but I uh, you know, on balance, I would say, saying, I think I do like anything I've heard I like him. And I use her very enthusiastic, so I can see he's obviously got a lot of good things, and I'm sure I'll get more of it. So good,
0: man. And I guarantee dude. all of it. His best song yeah. is He's in the R.
1: <laughs> if you not seen that if have ever it. seen that aye, aye, that's aye, it's hilarious. hilarious man aye. Peter Mandelson he's in the rap <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Thatcher she's in the rap <laughs> all of these random faces I love, it. And yeah. I and love I, it
3: actually one of his best podcasts I would say is, is one of the live ones that he done with Bernadette Devlin don't know if you listen oh, to amazing, it
1: amazing Derek Fantastic, absolutely yeah. incredible man Aye, some story of isn't it? What well, an incredible woman, aye
3: You know, got the, the keys of the city to New York And handed it over to the Black Panthers It's amazing A- Unbelievable, ain't mm-hmm. it? Aye, amazing
1: And they done the tapes as well She was part of the tapes, wasn't yep. they? I actually started listening to some of that stuff on YouTube That's very interesting, man Because they, they weren't allowed to release them Until they had all died or something along those lines. I think it was something like that. Getting that wrong, probably. But someday there was one of them that had to die before they were released, and he died like two years ago, or something like that. And I was listening. To him, and it it's incredible. Some of the stuff is incredible for back then. Scary, but could be heading back to those days with the old Brexit and the hard borders.
2: Yeah, oh, Jesus. Mm
1: there we go that'll in the mid, lads there we go <laughs> that's your podcast for you thanks very much Derek yeah, thanks very much now. for coming on uh, man. thanks so much
0: no, I really that. thanks for having us thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy COVID Curator <laughs> Podcast we'll be back soon with another ill-informed chat filled episode why not tell us what you think by email inquiry at carboncopymusic.band or visit our website carboncopymusic.band and if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already, please give us a like on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carbon copy four, and even our Instagram at carbon copy wedding band. Thanks again. <laughs> no bangers will harm you to the up of this podcast. Carbon copy who the right, more about anything they like, and they will. Thank you.